Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Radio. You know, I sat here all day and said I'm going to start the podcast in a Transylvanian accent because it's Halloween. Right. And then I didn't do it. <laughs> I was going to come on and be like, welcome. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> in 4G Radio 3. Ah, ah, ah. 1. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. 1. Ah, ah, ah. So it's time to suck some blood. Cause you're blood. A, there you go. Because you're a vampire. Blood. <laughs> uh, it's N4G Radio, episode 311. Not the crappy 90s band, but 311. Uh, is that a 90s band or was that still? Yes, but the amber is the color of your energy. There you go. Yeah, they were 90s, right? Am I right about that? Yeah, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yes. Late is, 90s. This is for o- late. October 28th, uh, since the next episode will be after Halloween, I guess. It's technically the Halloween episode. Blah! Oh, oh, oh! Ah, I've gone to suck your blood! <laughs> uh, well, too bad, you just suck. <laughs> this is true. Uh, on this spooky episode of N4G Radio, we have we have Ghoulish Gambrel. Oh, oh, oh. Greetings, program. <laughs> Alrighty then. We have also Wicked Wombold. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finally we got Drew. I need lives for the master. (laughs) (laughs) Schedule. Schedule. Uh, If nobody has seen Dracula Dead and Loving You are in the closet. (laughs) Open the door and come out. Go watch that movie right now. Great movie. (laughs) Very underrated movie. Yes. Yes, I agree. (sighs) Sorry, Drew, I couldn't... Drinking wine and eating chicken. (laughs) I couldn't think of a... A spooky L word. Yeah, that's all right. Just give it a minimum. That's what this town needs. Leprosy. Yeah, there, there you go. Leper leechman. Leper leechman. <laughs> Leprechaun leechman. How about Lep- that? <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> Stop it, man! You're creeping me out. I'm a leprechaun. Oh, uh, anyway. Wow, we went from fucking. <laughs> Wayne, that to Wayne's World. Hey, you know, every time I think of the Leprechaun, I think of that. I and, think of that, yeah. And Warwick Davis. 
because <laughs> because Warwick Davis. I didn't. I, you know, I totally forgot that Jennifer Aniston was in the first Leprechaun movie. Yes, she was. Yeah. Well, that doesn't shock me. A pre-Friends Jennifer Aniston. Did you know? Okay. So, what other Friends star got her start, or one of her earliest roles in the Masters of the Universe movie? Oh, I know. That movie was terrible. Courtney Cox. Yes, sir. Yeah, she wasn't Tila, though. No, she was not. She just played. She random. was the girl who, who the, the, she was the girl from from our our planet. <laughs> from Earth, yeah. she was an Earthling, the boring yeah. one. Yeah, she was just an Earth girl who who helped that really creepy looking dwarf guy <laughs> play that musical instrument. What the what the hell did they do with that movie? I, was that that was supposed to kind of be Orko, but it wasn't. I, yeah, but it wasn't at kinda, all. Sorta. With his crazy musical instrument thing, was I that, just remember him looking like a sexual <laughs> predator. Was that Warwick Davis? <laughs> it might have been. No, it was. That wasn't Warwick Davis. I, I thought it was also weird how uh, Skeletor went Super Saiyan at the end. Yes, he did. He did. And then he's right. like Neil, man. <laughs> oh. Frank Langella at his pro- probably most embarrassing role. I got. I have to look this up now. I have to know who played. Gwildor was his name. He was played Gwildor. Gwildor. He was played by Billy Barty. Billy Barty. Billy Barty. Isn't Billy Barty the guy who was in R two D two? No, that was uh, um, Kenny Baker. No, oh, that's right, Kenny Baker. That's right. I knew it was a B word. <laughs> He's he was in Legend. He was in Willow. He played the Willow. he played the uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the elder in the town Willow's town. Remember, he threw the bones oh, on the ground. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He had the stones. Yeah, the stones were telling you Willow. <laughs> Willow. <laughs> Close your eyes, Willow. Willow off good. <laughs> Willow oh, off good. He was born in 1924. Jesus Christ, oh. man. He died in 2000. Oh, rest in peace. So, But yes, he was Gwildor playing the crazy musical instrument in Masters of the Universe. And there's your movie trivia knowledge for the day. 80s movie trivia knowledge. Yeah. The 80s had some fantastic stuff, even though it was crap. You still love it. Absolutely. I know. I'm, I'm a fan of Time Bandits. Of course you are, because nobody's ever heard of that movie. It It's good. Doesn't it have Kenny Baker in it? Yeah. That's why you like it. You got a fetish for Kenny Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Getting my candy, <sighs> Kenny. <laughs> anyway, how was everybody's weekend? It's that good. It's all right. Pretty good. Not too bad. Short, but not too bad. Oh, I had a nice long weekend. That's because you were off all week. Fuck yeah, I was. That don't count. That's not a weekend. That's a vacation. I was. Well uh, I was stand-in supervisor all week at my job. Oh god! <laughs> you let the place burn down, didn't you? 
pretty much. He was running around. <laughs> he was running around the parking lot in just his boxer shorts, going, "We don't need no water. Let this motherfucker burn. <laughs> Come on, Pookie, let's burn this motherfucker down." <laughs> I can picture Gambus doing that, and it's awesome. In a pair of dress socks and his boxer shorts, holding a bottle of Jim Beam. <laughs> Nice. Uh, did you did you play video games? I played some. Some. Yeah. Um. Played a little bit of uh, the Animal Crossings. Do your people hate you? Yeah, that they, they they hate me with a passion. Um, <laughs> Those bastards. Yeah. Um. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my citizens is having a birthday party today, and you're not going. I'll, I'll probably end up going. You gonna, uh, you gonna go? Just, yeah. What time and, is the birthday party? Uh, no time. Just uh, just just the date. So it's probably uh, parties probably going on all all day. So they're gonna go on all night because then it's a party. That's a yeah. hell of a party. Yeah, that's a pizza party. Yep. My understanding is that ah, ain't no party like a gambus party because a gambus party, party don't, don't stop. stop. Can't stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop, won't stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, played some of that. I uh, visited my wife's town of Asteria. Asteria. Yeah. What, not, what is that? I'm not totally yeah. for sure what the reference was. Asteria. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I don't get that one. But uh, my town uh. I named my town Krypton. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and when I visited Asteria, uh, one of the citizens was like talk, talking to my character and was like, oh, you're from Krypton, huh? You do look like the Krypton type. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> well, my uh, character's got dark hair, so I guess... Uh, I mean, did their yellow sun give you superpowers? Probably, yeah. He should have been <laughs> flying around, punching everybody in the chest. Yep. Oh, that would be awesome if, if Animal Crossing could let you do that. Yeah, I'd like to a chest-punching simulator. Yes, some superpowers. Super chest build a, punch. Build a takeover of the entire uh, Animal Crossing town and be, be your own superpower dictator. Or just a dick. That too. But yeah, I played a little bit of that, and I also played a little bit of the Pokemon. 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 Why? Pokemon. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Because I wanted to. Um, I uh, I didn't really progress that much in the game at all. I basically just level grinded, and uh, a couple of my characters uh, evolved. My uh, Froki, Froki the Frog. Froki the Frog. Froki the Frog Man. Yeah, uh, he evolved into a uh, Frogalator or something. Frogadier. Frogadier. He's a Frogalator. The Frogalator. Is that like Fergalicious? Dun 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 dun. Is he Frogalicious? Yeah, yeah, he is. Pokemon! But, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. A couple of my other Pokemons uh, evolved as well. Um, 
I really like my Charmander. He's cool. Have you, have you done any trading online? Not yet. Um, every time I attempt, I, I've, I, I haven't really attempted that much. I, I should probably attempt as much as I can. But it's like every time I try to, it's like, oh, uh, connection couldn't be reestablished. Or, or they'll say something like, uh, it'll just time out. Hmm. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. Did you patch your bad... game? You know what's funny is I started my game and it didn't give me the option to patch it that's, up. That's because it's Nintendo. You have to go to the eShop to patch your game. Yeah. Okay. This this is not normal video games. This is Nintendo. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do know of the area not to save, so I. I exit the city to save. Well, just go patch it, and then you don't have to exit the city. Yeah. I mean, come on. Jewel. But that's pretty much the only uh, the only two games I've been playing lately. Um, wow. That's yeah. lame. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I've been having fun. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what's really sad is... I kind of want to play uh, uh, some like Tales of uh, Zillia on PS3, but I'm I'm really afraid to play my PS3 now because of the failing Blu-ray player capability. I mean, since the games are on Blu-rays, I mean, I mean Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean every time that I play a movie um, on Blu-ray, it freezes up. Uh, within 20 minutes into the movie. Because Blu-ray. Yep. It, but it, it could play DVDs all day long. Huh. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a good DVD player, but it's broken in terms of its Blu-ray capability. So, I mean, I've, I've been in the mood to play uh, some RPGs on PS3, and I, and I just can't do it I mean I don't want to I don't want to play 20 minutes in and then the game frees up on me I just I, I don't want to do that so don't buy I a mean, new one yeah down the road maybe six seven months from now maybe down the road again because uh right down here, uh, barrel to mountain there <laughs> the current priority on the road again of course, the current priority right now is PS4. Why? You're not getting any games for it? Uh, well, I'll probably get Skylanders for it. Yeah, that's that's worth $400. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah. My maybe get uh, Marvel, Lego Marvel. Yeah, that's also worth $400. Yep. Two games that are already out. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay, why are you getting one? Because I have to, motherfucker. Yeah, and I have to, too, so shut up. <laughs> I've and, actually uh, specifically held off not playing Assassin's Creed. Because um, I want to play that on PS4. And then, of course, I'll play Killzone and uh, Resogun and Contrast. And you think Nack. you'll play Knack? Oh, God, yeah, I'll play Knack. Oh, so you're excited for Knack? Yes, I'm excited for Knack. It looks cool. God, I really want to play it. I don't know. I need a platformer. Like, I got Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures this week, which I can't talk about, but I want a platformer. I've never heard of Pac-Man, the Ghostly Adventures. Yeah, it's coming out this week for PS3, 360. Never heard of it. Yep, never will. 
<laughs> that's a, is, that, is that a nice preview of your review? Probably. <laughs> that's a preview the review. Preview the review. We're bringing it back. Old school. Uh, what are you, you going to play this week, Gambus? It's apparently not PS3. Uh, yeah. Um, probably just more of the same. Um, Pokemon! I would also like to uh, get back into playing some Vita. Vita? Yeah. Vita. Vita PlayStation. All you kids with the Vita and the Peter and the... And the quesadilla. <laughs> what happened to just eating a sandwich on bread like a normal person? <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, Peter. Yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, D- Drew. Yes. Did you play video games? Sure did. What kind of video games? All kinds of bitch games. All kinds? All kinds. Every kind? Not every kind, but okay. all kinds. All kinds, okay. Well, what kind? Some kinds. Specifically. Alright. Um, have you seen Titanfall? Well, let's see here. I have seen Titanfall, <laughs> yes. Sorry. I'm, I don't I'm care about Titanfall. Yeah, Killzone players don't care about good games. No, we don't. Ah! I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. Um, but I have played a good amount of games. I played um, a game for review. It's called Goodbye Deponia. Deponia? I mean, how Deponia? else could you pronounce that? Could it be Deponia? Deponia? Deponia. No, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's Deponia. <laughs> Get down, Deponia. Uh, it's a point-and-click adventure game. Um, it's the third in the series. I haven't played the first or second one. Is it called Hello, Good Day, and then Goodbye? No, the first one's just called The Ponyo. Oh, that's <laughs> a missed opportunity. <laughs> the second one. <laughs> the second one is called uh, Chaos on huh. The Ponyo. That's why we're saying goodbye now. Yeah, and now we're saying goodbye, The Ponyo. I want the director's uh, cut. It's called Get the Fuck Out, The Ponyo. Get the Fuck Out, The Ponyo. <laughs> it's called the I Never out, Loved You. You're drunk. It's called I Never Loved You, The Ponyo. Yeah, I never loved you either, Deponia. But, um, yes, point-and-click adventure game made by the same guys that made like a Night of the Rabbit and stuff like that. Daedric, I think, is the name of the company. Is it Daedric or is it Daedalic? Daedalic, it could be Daedalic. Daedric is fucking Elder Scrolls shit. I was gonna say, is that like some kind of Willow <laughs> stuff? We talk about well, Willow. <laughs> Willow, I'm good. I, I, I'm getting my. Skyrim mixed up with game companies. That happens. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those point-click adventure games. Uh, it has a lot of humor, so it, and it has some really good voice acting. Uh, the only thing is it has some pretty nonsensical puzzles. One of those where, how was how I supposed to know to, to combine these two together, or how was I supposed to know to use this item on this piece of the environment? You know? Pointing in the clicking. Yeah, but I mean, when you spend that's an hour... Way, that's the way a lot of those point and clicks are. Yeah, and I just... Maybe those that's just not my genre. Um, which is sad, because 
the it has some pretty you know it has it has a fun story you know it has some really good voice acting and this is it has a lot of comedy and stuff like that but unfortunately those those are all slowed down by having to do all these puzzles you know and you spend an hour and a half you know gathering items then combining items then using it on a puzzle to reveal yet another puzzle and you know it's just uh I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of point-and-click adventure fans out there that absolutely love this series, and I'm sure they'll like this one, too. Um, It's just not my cup of tea. But, I mean, you know, I want to score it for how I think people would enjoy it. And for all intents and purposes, it's it's a very competent game. All right. Uh, Let's see here. I'm playing for review uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 3. Shippuden. How's that, Shippuden? Shippoopy. Shippoodoo. (laughs) Boshuda. (laughs) Come on, Star Wars nerds. Break that one out. Boshuda. So, I'm playing on the PC... It looks fantastic. I think it plays very well. Um, I have watched three episodes of Naruto in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely it's three no more idea. than me. Yeah, it's, it's so, yeah, three more than me too. I have absolutely no idea what's going on in this game. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> I know that you play as ninjas that are yeah. trying to defend this village. That's what ninjas uh, are always doing. Defending villages, yeah. Defending That's the whole villages. point of the ninja. That's why I stopped wanting to be a ninja. That and I'm Village fat. defender. Yeah, that and I'm fat and I can't get in the suit. No, that makes a that makes it tough. They don't make a big and tall ninja shop. <laughs> they should, though. They should, because then I could be... Well, no, I couldn't be sneaky at all. Because you just hear me in the bushes like... <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> you have to I get think like there's a, a rhinoceros in those bushes. <laughs> it's a ninjanoceros. <laughs> Where'd he go? Oh, he's right there. Ninjanoceros. <laughs> you can see him poking out the bush. A rhinoceros. A rhinoceros. I'm being really careful about how I'm pronouncing these things because <laughs> it's totally a possibility to say yeah. something real bad. Say something really bad. Uh... <laughs> Wow. I want to see that now. I want to see you in a ninja suit. No, you don't. No, you like don't. A, in a park somewhere, just trying to hide from people. Yeah, just like a public public park in the daytime. Yeah, in the daytime. <laughs> you see me? You see my fat rolls pop out the side of the berry bush? <laughs> pop out with my ninja star? I can't get my sword out because my body's too big for me to reach up there and, you know, get it all the way out. Just keep it at your side. I just start falling. That's not a way a ninja rolls. Sometimes they do. Your rolls. That's a samurai. Yeah, it's a samurai. Well, you speaking, could be a samurai. Of, speaking of ninja rolls, you'd be able to see all of them in that black. <laughs> That's right. Black <laughs> That's where I hide my Chinese stars. <laughs> I need a smoke bomb that lasts about 20 minutes. It does. It's just me from the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Shit, that's funny. 
also Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. Some ninjas. Yep. Um, it doesn't really deviate too far from the other Ultimate Ninja Storm games. Um, it has a lot of cinematic moments. Uh, <laughs> he just pretty bit, did pretty a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We don't we don't advocate drug use on this show. We're gonna have to go get another eight ball. <laughs> Good lord! Like everybody's interrupting Drew's fondling by doing lines of cocaine. Could <laughs> you please stop doing coke for five minutes? Oh. Uh, at least, hit, at least hit mute for crying out loud. <laughs> Sorry, God. <laughs> but Jesus. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it doesn't deviate far from the other games. Um, looks great. You know, it's uh, it play it, it plays like you're playing the anime. You know, it's it it, it the vis- visually it looks fantastic. Uh, it plays fun too. You know, it's a it's a very interesting fighting game. You know, they, they kind of go away from the fighting game a bit, not much. You know, there's some more cinematic boss fights and things like that and more situational things that you can do, but um, the fights play out like how the other fights would. You know, there's, it's not very complicated, but it, it as far as the mechanics go, there's a lot of mechanics that you can use. Um, but it's actually really fun. I think I might do a video of it. Um Maybe even jump into some online play, see if I can beat up some dudes. Or get beat up myself. Well, that happens too. Like, oh, you chose Naruto. He's he he's low tier character, hell, I don't fucking know. So But yeah, I'm playing that. Um let's see here. Um Path of Exile. That's a game uh, that's free. Yeah, it's free. It finally released on Steam. Like the the you know, it's out of beta now. Um, and I jumped back into it. Uh, that game is great. If you um, if you like Diablo, you really need to play that game. I'd say that that's um, that's the closest thing you're going to get to Diablo too. It's really really good. Very. Uh, it's simplistic in nature. You don't have to really choose your abilities. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you get your abilities are all governed by these gems that you collect. You can find them from loot drops. Or you can buy them from a store. And you basically place those gems into your weapons and armor in these little slots. And so you have that ability now. Um, the best thing I can explain it, if you've ever played Final Fantasy VII, it acts a lot like Materia does. Um... And there's multiple classes, and each class goes from the three main uh, attributes: you know, uh, dexterity, um, your like, your magic ability. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Intelligence, I think, is what it is. Intelligence and strength. Um, and there's characters that are devoted to just strength or just dexterity, or they have a combination of each. So I'm playing as a Templar, and the Templar has is a combination of strength and uh, intelligence. So there's, and so the, if you look at the skill tree, it's not really a skill tree. It's just a passive skill tree where you can, you add more stats to yourself. The skill tree is massive. It's huge. And it's, you know, it's, it's really, that game is great and it's free to play. And if you like dungeon crawling games, this is a must play without a doubt. So, um, anybody out there can get it. 
It's on Steam right now. Have Steam achievements. Uh, definitely give it a shot. It's free. It's free, and there is co-op. But yeah, uh, Path of Exile played a lot of it actually uh, when it went um, live. Played some more Dota 2 with Jay. In fact, we made a video. If you haven't seen that video, go check it out. I killed Jay on multiple occasions on accident. Good job. I didn't mean to. Yeah, you did. Okay, I kind of did. Um, but yeah, I played some more Dota 2. Um, Grand Theft Auto 5. Played a little bit of it. Not much, though. I really want to beat that game. I should have beat it during this this week. I don't know why I didn't. Because you were playing Dota. I was playing some Dota, and I was playing a good amount of Path of Exile. Truth be told, what I've been doing this week is doing bullshit real-life stuff. Oh, that's no fun. Like paying taxes. No, that's fun. Yeah, that's life. Yep. Sucks. Sure does. Did that. But uh, I've also played some Hotline Miami as well. Uh, it was free on the PlayStation Network for PlayStation Plus, guys. Got it again. I've already beat it on PC, but eh, why not? I'll download it again. And um, I think that's pretty much it. What are you playing this week? This week, I'm going to play some more Naruto. Shippoopy. Uh, Shippoopin. Shippoopin. Yeah, we're going to call it Shippoopin. Naruto. <laughs> In the bush. In the bush. <laughs> um, Probably Grand Theft Auto V. And um, probably some uh, Batman Arkham... Origins. Maybe. Okay. And that's, uh, and some Pokemon. More Pokemon. Pokemon. Where's the Pokemon? Man. Hip and Okay, so, Wombat, what you been playing? Alright, so, it's been a solid month and a half since I've been on the show. It's been a long time. Seemingly. So, um,. I have played actually a decent amount of stuff um, in that time period. Not necessarily a decent number of different games, but a lot of a couple games. So um, I did play and complete GTA V, of course. Um, been playing some more, just trying to clear up 100% on that Uh Again, nothing for me to really say about it. That hasn't been said already. Incredible game. Voice acting, characters, all fantastic. Um, has, everybody, has everybody on the show beat it? I have not. I, I beat it. Okay. Um, this won't spoil anything, Drew, I promise. I Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, did you pick A, B, or C, Ken? A, B, or C. At the very oh, end. Oh, you're talking about the phone call? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one was A, which one was B, and which one was C. Well, I can't give, I can't yeah. say that without giving away the end. Um, damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to say it without giving it away. Well, I'll tell you what. If you want me to, I'll take my headset off. For well, like, I don't want to ruin well, it for listeners. I don't spoil for anybody yeah. else either. So, but. Either way, um, the C ending is the ending that I picked, and it was fantastic. I loved it. Well, let me ask you uh, this. Was it on the cliff? Yes. And in the trunk? Yes. Okay, that's the one I picked. Okay. Okay. Yes. That one's fantastic. Um, love that game. Uh, I It's one of those games where I beat it, and yet I still want to play it. Um, 
incredible game. Probably my game of the year. Actually, there's no probably about that. It's going to be my game of the year. <laughs> That's about as shocking as me having Injustice as my game of the year. Right. <laughs> um, but speaking of other potential Ken McCown game of the years, at least based on subject matter, um, I've been playing uh, Arkham Origins the last couple days since I was supposed to get a game for review. Wait, they'll hide it. It's WWE. Bastards. Yeah, I was supposed to get WWE for review. Um supposed to be end of uh, the week before last uh, and then the beginning of this past week and then the end of this past week and it still hasn't got here. So, um, we will not have a review up for Embargo on that game. Um, Embargo lifts Monday morning at 8, so while you're listening to this show, uh, Embargo will be up. Our review will not be because we have not received the game yet. So, uh, it's disappointing. I really wanted to review, and I know Ken did too, Up by Embargo. Um, just not going to happen because we don't have the game yet. So when I get it, I will review it, and uh, we'll go from there. I'm pretty disappointed, though, that um, uh, we didn't get it on time. The good news, though, is um, we did get, uh, as did everybody else, so it's not like we were special, um, we did get codes for the season pass. Uh, and for the DLC content, so I'll uh, I'll be able to kind of touch base on the DLC content as well uh, when I finally get the game and can review it. Um, but I've been playing Arkham Origins. Um, got it yesterday through GameFly. Started playing it last night. Um, I am not that far in. I don't know. I don't know if there's anywhere in that game to even see. I guess I'm. I guess I'm about 25% of the way done. With the story um, or the game? Uh, I am 27% of the way through. In my little story synopsis section, it says that I'm 27% through the story. Okay. But I don't know. I, we, You and I can talk afterwards, and you can tell me if I'm really only a quarter of the way through the story, because I feel like I'm a little further than that. Yeah, it's but, um, it's about 12 hours if you mainline it. Okay, then yeah, I'm definitely only 27% through then. Because I, um, I finished it uh, Saturday morning. Did you finish yeah. it in one sitting or something? Two. Damn, man. Yeah. I, I got a lot of reviews to write, so I had to power through it, and I couldn't touch Blackgate until I finished Origins. Yeah, because they follow right after each other, right? Yeah, Blackgate picks up uh, like a little bit after Origins. So. Right. So, um, it's... I mean, do we want to roundtable it? Who else played it? I think it's just me and you. I haven't played it yet. Okay. Um, well, then you and I can roundtable it. It'll just be like a really small roundtable. It's, it's like uh, a half table. Um, it'll be like a coffee table. There you go. Um, so I, it's, it's, it's Arkham, an Arkham City. It's an Arkham game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's still, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if it's just because I've played a lot of other games since Arkham City. But I don't remember his just normal walk looking and feeling so awkward. It's always been awkward. Okay. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, everything else, though, controls great. I mean, it plays just like Arkham City. Um, it, it's going to be kind of weird for me uh, when they explain how some of these gadgets that he's got in this game he just somehow forgot about. Um, maybe they explain it in the course of the story. but Don't. don't. Don't get, um, <laughs> don't get excited about that explanation. <laughs> um, it's also a little weird to me how some of the characters look different than they look in later games. 
Yeah, I think um, that I think, was a weird design choice. I think they explained that away with a certain large character um, because they say that uh, part of his character trait is that he can look different. Um, so, I don't know. But uh, some of it's like, yeah, Batman looks a lot different. Uh, I know he's younger, but he ain't that much younger. Um, oh, so I, how, how long? When's this supposed to take place? Like takes before? five years. Takes place five years before Arkham Asylum. Oh, okay. I thought it was like when he was like God twenty four and fighting crime. Well, it's his second year on the job. Basically, oh, it's just, okay. it, he's you when you start out the game. Um, he's still in like uh, urban legend status. So he's. It's not like everybody knows the Batman at that point. Right. It's there's still a lot of who is that like. What are you? What are you supposed to be? And I'm like Batman. people, it, yeah. And at the beginning, like it, this doesn't spoil anything. At the very beginning, it shows in the intro. It shows Commissioner Gordon, and he's like, "There is no such thing as a Batman." Um, so he's still kind of in that urban legend phase at this point, right? Which, from my friends and some other people who I know that are Batman people, have told me that that means it's probably within the first or second year of his career. Um, but he already knows some of these bad guys, so it can't be too early. But he doesn't know the main one. Right, correct. He is not, like, when he first mentions him, I yeah. was like, okay, that's really kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of reminded me of the end of uh, Batman Begins, right? Yeah. How, how He flips it over but, and looks at it. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's Arkham. It's, I mean, it's great, but it's... it's um, Boogeyman asked on Twitter, and I haven't responded to him yet, you know, if if I'm a little bit tired of the Arkham games, is this one going to change my mind? And no, it's not going to change your mind. No, it's the uh, same thing. It's, it's the same. Yeah. Um, but if you really love the Arkham games, like I did, and you're okay with it being more of the same, then you'll be fine. It, um, you just got to keep in mind that it, uh, those <laughs> games tow a very familiar path. You're gonna you're so. gonna walk into a lot of rooms with ten guys you got to fight or six guys you have to take out quietly. Right. There's gonna and be a lot of that. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna say, "What was that? I'm not scared of you," and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's I mean, really, honestly, it, they're probably it's probably a good thing that it's been a couple years since uh, Arkham City came out um, because it's re- really similar. Um. That said, though, I do like, I really like the, um, uh, I don't know, I'm in the minority that thinks it's probably a good idea that they didn't have Kevin Conroy do the voice for this. I really, Um, really like the voices. I do, too. Uh, And I I really like Batman's in particular because it does convey, I mean, this is supposed to be a younger, more aggressive, not quite as calm and cool and collected Batman, and... um, the, the voice actor that they got to do it is the same voice actor that did Ezio in the uh, Assassin's Creed Ezio trilogy. And he does a really good job of uh, putting that emotion out there. Um, so even it's it's going to be strange for for a lot of people because Batman as a character is a lot different in this game than he was in the last couple. Um, he's not quite as calm. There's no little, like, quips or anything. He... Uh, He's even really kind of short with Alfred. 
Um, you almost get it's a lot more uh, contentious relationship between those two than it is in some of the later games. Uh, I really though, I gotta say, I like the the suit in this a lot better than the suit in the other Arkham games. Yeah, it's pretty cool um, suit. It's bad. The only thing, and I, I mean, this is I know it's the art style of the game, so I can't complain specifically about this one, but. I just really wish, from a design decision standpoint, they would have went less steroid freak Batman <laughs> and uh, had a little thinner version. Yeah, everybody in the Arkham games is all Gears of War bulky. Yeah, and I mean, it, with his yeah. the bat suit on, he looks like he's like six feet wide. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I get it, but he doesn't need to be that big. Um, graphically, I mean, it looks fantastic. It looks just like Arkham City. Um I don't notice any major vis- visual upgrades. Um, I don't know. I've talked a lot about it for a roundtable. What do you think, Ken? No, I, I I agree with most of your points. It's it's a very very good game, um, but it's not wholly different. Um, the big the big changes for me were the fast travel system. Yep. Uh, um, that's really really pretty nice. Yep. Um, having beat it, I'm trying to skirt my way around. Um, I love the uh, the villain side quests. Um, so there are certain villains you run into in the game, and then they give you these pieces that you have to go um, do missions for them, for, like, the Mad Hatter. Um, I, I don't know if I want to... Because Mad Hatter was announced. Right. Uh, but there's a couple other characters that you do those missions for that were not. So okay. I don't I don't want to possibly spoil anything. How many, how many villains you make an appearance in this? A lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's eight primary assassins, but there's a lot of other. And right. it's weird how they play that out because, uh, again, do I want to say anything? That game takes a turn. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to skirt around that too much, but th- that game takes a turn about four to five hours into it. Uh-huh. It completely kind of changes what you're doing. Okay, so is it like a big plot? Twist, yeah, it's definitely a plot twist, and it there's a point in the game where the story that they've built up, that they've advertised, kind of changes. Okay. Yeah, and I I kind of had that plot twist spoiled for me a little bit. Mm. Um, but just from what I've played, I'm not to that yet. But from what I've played, it seems like I would have figured it out anyway, because it's not exactly. It's pretty foreshadowed. Yeah. Now, now maybe that's just with me having the luxury of knowing what happens, but it seems like it's very foreshadowed. So I'm not really all that bent out of shape about having it spoiled for me because I think I would have spoiled it for myself anyway. Yeah, it stops being about the fifty million dollars probably about halfway through it. See, I've, right. I've totally, I'm pretty sure I can guess it right now, and I haven't even seen a video of this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it. Um, Plays like a dream, just like the other ones. Um, yeah. The story yeah. that I've played so far is pretty cool. Um, like Ken said, the voice acting's fantastic. Um, anybody, by the way, who uh, who has concerns about the fact that it's not Hamill and Conroy, um, don't worry about it. I've heard Baker's Joker. It sounds really good. That his character in that game is phenomenal. I will say that yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a secret that Joker's in this game. They've advertised him. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, any did, did, have you guys seen the YouTube video of Troy Baker at Comic-Con doing yes. the long Halloween uh, monologue or whatever? Yeah. Uh, that, 
The Killing Joke. Yeah, Killing Joke. That's what it was. That, uh, I mean, that tells you all you need to know. You don't have to worry about the voice acting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a sequence that happens in that game shortly after the little twist that is probably my favorite in the series. Like, even, even above the Scarecrow stuff from the first game, um, God, I love that Scarecrow stuff in the first game. The, the sequence that happens, um, with Batman when you get the twist and the other character that the twist involves is one of the coolest things I've seen in that series to date. It's, it's, I'm excited then. It's it's really, really cool. Um, yeah. The other thing I'll say too is anybody who is concerned about this game because it wasn't developed by Rocksteady, don't worry about that either. You can't um, tell. You cannot tell. <laughs> if nobody <laughs> had ever mentioned to you that it hadn't that it wasn't, you, you would, never would have been you able would, to tell. It's know. actually done by um, WB Montreal. And what, have they done anything else? They have, but under a different name, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah, okay. and then Splash Damage did the multiplayer, which I haven't checked out. Yeah, so. I haven't touched the multiplayer. It's on I've, the second I've disc. actually heard the multiplayer is bad. Yeah, I've heard it's not very good, uh, which does not shock me. I've uh, I've heard a lot of complaints, too, about performance. I haven't had any performance issues, but I don't know if it's just because I'm only like three, four hours in. I had it lock um, up only one time. Like, I've heard a lot of people talk about how buggy it is and it crashes and all this stuff. I had it lock up one time in a 12-hour session, so I don't know. The, the one thing I'll say, and I, it doesn't actually, it doesn't hurt my enjoyment of the game. Um, if anything, it kind of helps it because it's almost like an introduction. The one thing I'll say is if you're not a DC guy, you're not going to know who half these characters are. Um, there's real a obscure. lot of characters in here that I'm like, I have no idea who that is. I did, you know, it's no secret that Copperhead's in the game, and it's no secret that they changed... It from a man to a woman, but I like the line that Batman says the first time he reads about Copperhead. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, and uh, also if you read the bio on Copperhead, he uh, he makes a suggestion as to why it might be listed as a woman, or it might be a woman instead of listed as a man. Yeah, the, so the villain choices are very obscure in this game. Like who? Who outside of huge fans know who Copperhead or Firefly are? I had no idea who Copperhead was. Yeah. He was in the cartoon like once. Yeah. I think. So he's not even a major villain in the cartoon. (laughs) So yeah. And I I think Firefly was in the cartoon once. I mean, I knew who Firefly was though. Didn't they mention him in Arkham Asylum and stuff too though? I will be perfect. I think they've mentioned every villain in those yeah. games in just like a report or something. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't know who sh- uh, who one of the characters were. I'm not gonna say. Okay. I I did not know them. So only one though. So I was pretty proud of that. Okay. Uh, no, I haven't. I like one, but I haven't touched the multiplayer. I'm afraid of it. Um. I don't think it's going to change anything because I'm, I'm kind of set on how I feel about this game after finishing it, and I've kind of gone back and started doing um, some of the side stuff around. Like, there's random crimes now that pop up, and you can go do them or not do them. Uh, instead of Riddler trophies, you now have packages and, like, these little um, boxes that you have to destroy with batarangs. Yeah. Oh, there's still, like, 4,000 of them? Yes. Ugh, yeah, and I'm... I'm pretty disappointed because the the thing I liked the the Riddler stuff that I liked the most in City 
um, was the and in uh, Asylum actually was the um, the Easter egg stuff, like where you, it it would give you like a clue, and you had to take a picture of a poster or something that was an Easter egg. Yeah. And they don't do those anymore. It's all like the here's a trophy that's hidden someplace. You got to figure out what gadgets to use to unlock it. Yep. Uh, and those were the ones that I liked the least. And I will tell you this: if you have not played an Arkham game, this game does not explain the advanced combat at all. Like it doesn't teach you about using the gadgets in combat. Right. It doesn't specifically point that out. So, like, when you can do the gel on the ground or um, double-tapping the left trigger to throw the batarangs or uh, the trigger plus the Y button to do the grapple, like, it never showcases any of that within the story mode. Right. Which is weird. Huh. I think I think it probably assumes that you played the other games before. Yeah, yeah, which and is I, not a great assumption to make. No, because some people may come into this as their first Arkham game, and it's it's unlikely that people will, but it is a possibility. So a lot of the really really deep combat in that game is never explained unless you go into the menus and look for it. So no, it's it's uh, it's really good. But it is yeah. an Arkham game. <laughs> it is. Yes. So. I really yeah. want to play it. It's, it uh, if you've enjoyed them and you're not tired of them, you will really enjoy this one. Okay. But if you're tired of them, yeah, this, this game does nothing different to get you excited. Unless you're excited about the origins between Batman and some of these villains. You know? Yeah. So. Anything else you want to add before we move on? Mm, no, not that I can think of. All right. Anything else? Nope. That's uh, that's really all I played. Um, I should have, hopefully, fingers crossed, WWE um, here real soon. But um, short of that, it'll just be more uh, more Arkham. All right. Well, I guess I'll wrap this up with a few things. Uh, Arkham was obviously the big thing, and we've already talked about that. Um, I am playing Blackgate to kind of continue on to the Batman thing. I'm playing it for the Vita. Uh, I don't like it so far. Uh, It tries to do the stuff that Arkham does. Like, here's a room with three guys with guns. If you jump down and fight them, you're going to die. But it's all 2D. So it makes it much harder to do things like that. Um, The combat also feels like, again, it's trying to mimic the console version uh, but the enemies are dumb. Like, they will literally just swing past you. Like, they, they don't hit you. And then other times they will just beat the crap out of you. And, like, an enemy can be trying to attack you and you get that little thing above their head that shows that you need to counter. Yeah. And sometimes there's too many enemies in the screen and I think I'm punching the guy that's going to be doing the counter, but I'm not. It's actually the guy behind him that is the one I needed to counter. So it really messes up the flow of combat. And you know in Batman, when you have like a large arena full of guys, if you if they're on their feet and able to be hit, you can like dive halfway across the screen, which is ridiculous. Uh, but you get used to it in the combat flow. And in this game, it doesn't work. You'll just whiff the air mm. instead of jumping over and hitting them. Yeah, see, that's the one thing the Batman games have always got right was... If you point in that direction and hit the punch button, it doesn't matter how fucking far you are, you're going to hit the guy. Yep. 
And in the Vita and you'll version, never miss. In the Vita version, that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, see, that that's what Ninja Turtles had. That's That was the problem Ninja Turtles had. Um, I do like the cutscenes. It's it's cool that it picks up after Arkham Origins. Uh, the cutscenes are done in like a comic book style, so they're they're kind of dark animated cutscenes. Uh, it does have the same voice actor doing Batman. Okay. Uh, same voice actor doing Black Mask. Um, some of the characters in Black Eight are not in Arkham Origins, so there's that. That's new voice actors. The story seems kind of the story. The story seems kind of Arkhamish, which I guess is a good thing, because that's all those games. Like the first one, hey, here's the asylum, go figure it out. And the second one, it's hey, here's this closed off city, go do that. And then in the third one, I'm, you get to that point <laughs> later in the game. Again, skirting around that because I don't want to mention specifically what it is. But no, I just I don't feel like Blackgate works. Um, and it's really disappointing coming off of a game I really, really enjoyed and picking up immediately after that and not enjoying it nearly as much as I thought I would. Because they, they touted it as a Metroidvania, and I'm going to be real awesome with you, I haven't seen any version of that particular gameplay mechanic in the first hour and a half of that game. Mm. Like, there's been no, oh, you got this new item that you can unlock this thing. And I'm sure it comes into play, but I haven't seen it yet. And I've heard the Vita version's not exactly the longest game ever made. So, uh, I dabbled in a couple other things. Uh, most of, or a couple of them I can't talk about. For some reason, there's an embargo on Pac-Man. <laughs> I have no idea why. It's important, uh, man. <clears throat> I played the the retail Ninja Turtles game that Drew's going to review. Yep. I feel bad for Drew having to review it. <laughs> that game, Turtle power. That game is awful. You think it's worse than Out of Shadows? I, I, I have not played Out of Shadows. Um, okay. I have a copy. Out of Shadows of, is fucking horrible. Yeah, I have not played it. I have a copy of it. I haven't played it yet. But if it's worse than this, dude, God, that's terrible. Because <laughs> this game is bad. Like, well, the just uh, the the controls are awful. Um, trying to hit enemies, the hit detection is just pathetic. Uh, your partners, if you're playing by yourself, do nothing. They just stand there. Yep. Um. The voice acting is hilarious because, like, when in the opening cutscene, it sounded like Raphael was uh, talking through a speakerphone. Um, and it doesn't look that good. It looks really kind of bad. It looks like a downloadable, a cheap downloadable game. So, I've yet to find a redeeming value to this game yet. It's certainly not fun. I I did not want to play it anymore after the first level. Great. So. <laughs> God, my, did they at least get the voice actors from the television show? I've never seen the TV show, so I can't answer that. Let's see. Jason Biggs plays Leonardo. Um, Sean Astin plays uh, Raphael. My guess is going to be no, because it looks like the budget for this game was about $12. Fan-fucking-tastic. This is 360 version, right? Yep. Okay. So, I'm sorry in advance. <sighs> I'm a Ninja Turtle guy. I have to play them all. Eh, well, you'll play this one. Yeah. You let me know what you think. I will. Um, not that I played a lot of it, but I did play like 10 minutes of Assassin's Creed 4. Um, not that it does any good because I can't talk about it anyway. Uh, but I'm not reviewing that, so... Who'd be reviewing it? Uh, Dave's got it. Ah, Dave. It's just another, we're so crazy busy with all these games coming out that I'm just passing off everything around the board. 
When we get Dave on the show for once. Yeah, hopefully I'll get him on next week to talk about Assassin's Creed 4. Assassin Creed. Dude, I, like he's been online. I saw him because uh, I was playing Arkham Origins Friday night and Saturday afternoon. He was on all the exact same time I was playing Assassin's Creed. Cause playing I told Assassin's him, Creed. Yeah, because I told him our embargo was Tuesday. <laughs> Has he been following the Assassin's Creed trilogy <laughs> lore or whatever? Um, somewhat. I know he finished two. He played Brotherhood. Um... I don't think he ever finished Brotherhood, and he knows about three. He knows what three's about. Uh huh. So, like, but this is the first one that he's played with the ship combat, right? So he's he's getting used to that. Um, but no, he's played a ton of it, and I haven't played enough to even tell you anything about it. I think I made it through the opening cutscene. Mm. And played. those games are long. Yeah, they are. I mean, hell, they pump them out every fucking year, and somehow they're still fifteen to sixteen hours. Uh, I've heard this one's about thirty. Fucking hell! Yep, that's awesome. So I can't. Oh man, no, I love those I'm, games. I am <laughs> so I'm excited. That. I am done with that series. I'm gonna wait um, because I never finished three. I got I burn, I burn out on three. Um, I'm gonna wait until the PS4 version, then I'll I'll play four. Because that series, especially three for me, was rough to play because of the technical issues. I felt like it. I just felt like it would have been better on a better machine. So I'm gonna try four on the PS4 and see what happens. Obviously, because it's got the extra DLC with it. Um, and then I'll end this up with some Castlevania. Uh, I played Mirror of Fate HD, the Lords of Shadow game that was on the 3DS. I really want to play that. And it's now on Xbox Live and PSN on Tuesday, I believe. Okay. Because um, I looked and I was like, it's not on there yet. And I was like, well, they don't update on Fridays. Yeah. So it is out on Xbox Live Arcade. Um if you've ever played the 3DS version, it's essentially the same game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 2D side-scrolling Castlevania. It's really good. Um, at, at least for me, it was really good. I know a lot of people have funny issues with that game. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And from what I can tell, the console version is essentially the same game in a higher resolution. Um, nothing oh. nothing has changed. Um, except that obviously it looks better and it's not in 3D. Um, but is uh, it control all right? No, control's fine. Like the left trigger is used to block, and then you can roll the left uh, analog stick back and forth to escape unblockable attacks. Uh, it's got the same combat system as Lords of Shadow, where the X button is your uh, forward attack, and then your Y button is your area attack. Right. Um, of course, you get all kinds of new stuff like uh, grappling hooks and traditional Metroid Castlevania style. Silver daggers and stuff. Yeah, it's just stuff that unlocks areas of the game, gated content kind of deal. Um, right. Great story, because it plays through three different characters, and I won't tell you which characters, because it completely spoils everything about Lords of Shadow. And if you haven't finished Lords of Shadow, don't play this game. Yes. Because it spoils the ending to Lords of Shadow in the opening text. Opening cutscene. Not to mention it brings up all kinds of other stuff. Which leads me into the other thing. I played Lords of Shadow 2. Really? Yes. Tell I, me about it. I played through the demo. There's a demo. If you buy Mirror Fate HD, you get a copy of the demo. Um, and the demo... Has everybody beat Lords of Shadow? Yes. Yes. I haven't, but I, I know the ending. Because I can't talk about this game. You play as Gabriel... In the demo, yeah. Um, but it's I diff- mean, look, look. The game is four, 
going on four years old now. Okay, so if you haven't beat this game yet, you might want to skip ahead about five minutes, just in case you don't want to hear this. You play as Gabriel as Dracula in the demo, uh, which means that you can, of course, take your enemies and steal their blood. <laughs> um, one of the biggest changes that immediately jumped out at me is that it's not a fixed camera. Yeah, you can move the camera. You can move the camera around. Uh, the demo starts off with Gabriel sitting on his throne drinking out of a chalice. <laughs> and there are guards beating his door down. Where is a man? Um, I'll get to that. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yes. But they beat the door down and it's kind of like a combat tutorial. It teaches you how to do the different stuff. So Gabriel has a sword which steals life. Uh, you okay. use that by tapping the left bumper. And then if you tap the right bumper, he gets out these um, like flaming... <clears throat> gauntlets that can break shields and stuff like that. And if you turn either one of them off, then you're using your standard kind of whip attack. Okay. Uh, combos are all the same. X and Y button. Uh, the B button is what grabs them when they're flashing. Um, same thing with the, the a mirror fade. It's hold the left trigger and tab the, right, the left stick to dodge. Right. Uh, the left trigger is also to block. Um, it feels like Lords of Shadow, except now you can move the camera around and get a better view of the combat, which is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, The voice acting is phenomenal as always Gabriel's voiced by the same character Um, When you finish the combat tutorial Gabriel walks out and it's the scene you saw in the trailer The very first trailer Which is the war happening and the titan coming in And all that stuff Right. And as soon as he walks out He says what is a man And then the titan swings at him And he ducks and he stands up and goes A miserable pile of secrets Nice. So, <laughs> God, I cannot wait for this game. And then you do ah! this—you do this absolutely insane Titan section, which is just unbelievable. The scale and scope of that game is intense. The Titan fight—is it kind of like whenever you were fighting the—it's like the Shadow of Colossus fights yes. in the Lords of Shadow. Okay, very cool. similar to that, uh, cool. except that you never, like, you don't get on it from the ground. You're up top, and you jump on it through his hand. Gotcha. So, and then you fight um, one of the angels that's all plated in gold with the wings. And he's chasing you all up the Titan in the demo. And the music is amazing. Like, is it, did, did they did, have they decided to go with the hard rock soundtrack? It's got not? a little bit of hard rock, like the opening where the door's being beaten down. There's a little bit of uh, rock mixed in with some kind of that Castlevania symphony stuff. Yeah. And just, it fits so well. Like, I'm standing there watching it, just getting so pumped for that door to come down so I can kill all those dudes that come in. Oh, I cannot wait for this game. It, I gotta play this demo. It plays so buttery smooth. It's so good. And, like, I jumped into it, and I'm like, God, I miss this game. I miss this series. I cannot wait to play this. And then, of course, the demo ends on a big, hey, here's a boss. You're not gonna get to fight him. Yeah. So. That's what, March... February. February. Damn, that's close. <laughs> My favorite things is when the angel appears for the first time. He goes, God is with me. And Gabriel's like, that will be your downfall. <laughs> then you just fight. It's awesome. Oh, God, I can't wait for this game. Yeah. A um, little bit of trivia. I, I don't know the actor's name who plays uh, Gabriel, but... It's Robert uh, Carlyle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, who, that's who it is. Uh, he He's on that... Uh, once Upon a Time show, yeah, which is really good. Yeah. He's a great voice actor. Yeah. 
And uh, he nails Gabriel down to a T. Like, that character, he is Gabriel to me. Yeah. Such a great voice acting in that game. Everything about that game, the music, the epicness, and now they fix the camera, and the combat feels smoother. It just, it's going to be, it's going to be the last great console, or this gen console game for me, I think. As he, to, truth be told, Lords of Shadow is got to be in the top ten fucking the new series that happened this console generation. Yeah, I, I without love, a doubt, I love that yeah. series, um, and I think Mercury Steam has done a wonderful job, and I can't wait to see what they do next because this is the end. This is the last chapter of Lords of Shadow. Yeah, so I'm very excited to see what they do next. Um, as far as future fondling goes, depending on... I still don't know which version of Sonic we're getting. It's coming on Tuesday. <laughs> um, if it's 3DS, true, you'll be playing that. Yay. If it is Wii U, I will be playing it, so that's going to dictate my future fondling. Uh, I also need to finish up Blackgate, play some more Pac-Man, and Battlefield's coming tomorrow. So I will be playing Battlefield, I guess, just because nobody else has time to play Battlefield that would be remotely interested in Battlefield. Uh, I kind of wanted to wait till the next gen versions, but whatever. I'll play them both. I don't care. Uh, speaking of new releases, there's a lot of crap this week continuing. Um, like I said, for the next 30 days, this is all you're going to hear. Tons and tons of games. Uh, this week we got Angry Birds Star Wars for everything. Uh, PS3, 360, Wii, Wii U, PS Vita, and 3DS. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Also out for just about everything, PS3, 360, Wii U, and PC. Uh, Battlefield 4, again, all the same machines except for Wii U. Uh, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, uh, it's coming to Steam, PS3, 360, Wii U, and 3DS. Sonic Lost World finally comes out this week. It feels like that game's been out for two weeks. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I mean, hell, the reviews came out three weeks ago. Yeah. Which goes to show you, when you guys get upset that an embargo is day one of game release... And you're like, oh my god, that means it sucks. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, Lego Marvel was day one. You know, Batman Arkham Origins was day one. Uh, Sonic Lost World was two weeks early. Guess what? That people are saying that game's not very good. <laughs> uh, but that's out for Wii U and 3DS. Uh, WWE 2K14 is out on Tuesday for PS3 and 360. Uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror Fate HD for the PSN. Excuse me, is out on Tuesday. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. Looks like Thursday. That doesn't make any... Nah, it's got to be Tuesday. Somebody's got a messed up thing here. Uh, and We Fit You will be the, the Wii game this week. That comes out s- a week from today, I think. Uh. Or Friday. Looks like it's the first. So I guess Friday. Or does anybody care? <sighs> does anybody I'll care? probably get it, but not when it comes out. Here's the funny thing. You realize there's only one release next week? What's that? Think about it. Call it daddy? Yeah, because nobody else is that dumb. Seriously, there's only one video game coming out that day. Yep. That is it. And that is the reason. I, I hate Call of Duty. I hate it so bad. Uh, it's smart. It's smart that nobody's putting a game out that day. It's true, but holy fuck, I, just, I hate it so bad. I hate Call of Duty. I don't hate Call of Duty. I do. All right, so let's talk about the news that's going on this week. Uh, obviously, the big news that popped up, um, the day one patch for PS4. 
PlayStation 4 will have a day one patch that is required in order to do a lot of stuff. Like what? Uh, Give me a second, and I will pull up exactly everything that is required from this update. Um, uh, Here we go. PlayStation 1.50 firmware. It's already up to 1.5 for the PS4. Uh, We'll launch simultaneously with the system, November 15th, 300 megabyte download. This this patch is required. Who's playing Cookie Clicker? Not me. Click, 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 click. Uh, so the system out of the, the thing to take out of this is the system out of the box will not do this stuff unless you download this patch. So okay. remote play. Uh, the PS4 titles displayed across the PS Vita. Remote play does not work. Uh, second screen does not work. Second screen. So, like applications on the PS Vita or the iPhone app or whatever, that doesn't oh. that doesn't work. Uh, you can't record, take screenshots, or upload gameplay. Okay. Uh, well, you, I mean, you obviously have to be connected for that anyway. Well, you got to be connected to upload gameplay. You don't have to be connected to record video or take screenshots. Okay. But you have to have the patch before you can do that. Uh, you can't broadcast and spectate gameplay. That one's kind of apparent. Play as you download again. That's kind of apparent. It's a, it's an internet thing, so not a big deal. Uh, multiple logins. So if you want to have multiple users on your machine, can't do that until you download the patch. Uh, party chat is not available till you download the patch. Face recognition and voice commands not available till you download the patch. Uh, background music player not available till you download the patch. Uh, online multiplayer. Duh. No fucking shit. Now the last one though. The last one makes me chuckle. Out of the box, the PS4 will not play Blu-rays or DVDs. Which is just crazy. Yeah. Are you serious? Are, yeah. are, are you fucking with me right now? Nope. Users cannot enjoy uh, PlayStation 4 DVD or Blu-ray playback until they download the patch. Uh, users must connect to the internet to activate this feature. <laughs> the way of the future. <laughs> That's the only one that made me go... What? So, let's say the parents get the kid the machine for holiday. They pop it out and they're like, oh, let's watch a movie on it. I'm not going to connect it to the internet right now. I don't need to. It don't read my movies. Hilarious. That's, that's oh, well. just a weird functionality to gate behind a patch. I don't get it. Doesn't not ready. Sense. I don't know. Fuck. How, does that, how is that not ready? I don't know. Obviously, it's not ready if you can't play a fucking <laughs> DVD on it. Yeah, really. Like, even just DVD. Like, you pop a DVD and it don't work. That's, that's like the, the original uh, Xbox. Remember how you had to plug the stupid thing into the controller port before it would play DVDs? I like this dumb. <laughs> how does it not play a DVD without this thing plugged into it? It's a fucking DVD player. Thing is, to me, it sounded like the uh, hardware was completed much earlier than the uh, the OS operating well, system. That's always going to happen, Jason. These games, these systems went into production in like August. Yeah. And the software is not going to be final until uh, I don't know a couple weeks from now. Yeah, that's I mean, what that's, it sounds like. That's just the way it is. It, that's the way it always is. And the rest of that stuff, I'm fine with it. You know, those are features that they had to iron out, get finished, and dump into the OS. But DVD playback? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a head-scratcher. I don't get that one. 
That's just weird. Uh, weird. Three. Oh God. Microsoft for the win. It's over. Shut up. Like, fucking patches. Microsoft enjoy, has enjoy a, patching. Microsoft has a patch too, dumbass. So what? But Microsoft's always been faster than the PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation, you can enjoy your first five hours of patching. Yeah, um, and also Xbox is green. Green's better than black. Okay. Yeah. Um, Dark Matter. Drew knows about that game. I do. That game Played just that game. That, that game, game just, just ends. Yeah, it just ends. I like, looked it up. Like not even, not even like, oh, this is clearly the ending. Like you walk down a hallway and it just shows a big screen of text that says, "Sorry, we ran out of money." <laughs> yeah, obviously ran out of money to fucking bug test that game because I broke it while recording a fucking video. So if you'd like to go see that and watch me be very confused. Go check out our channel. Uh, but the the uh, the game has been removed from Steam since. The really, last has it? Yes. I wonder if I still have it on here. I think I may have deleted that piece of shit. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, another game skipping the Wii U. Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh no! Not coming to the Wii U. No. That's really. Yep. So that third party machine. That's not what it is. Nope. And that means it's going to be third place. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, trademark for Alien Isolation was uh, registered this week. Alien Isolation? We're talking about aliens. We're talking about, oh. Yeah, okay. like the real aliens. Gotcha. So nobody so knows. Like, so Colonial Marines 2? Yes. Let's hope so. Fuck yes. Uh, we, get, we can play the sad trumpet. Uh, the Wii has now stopped production. Wow, they've actually stopped it. I figured they'd run that thing in the fucking ground. Oh, no, it's it stopped selling. Uh, the production of it has finally stopped. Um, it'd still be sold in the U.S. through the holidays, but once these are depleted, that's it. So, I'm sure there's plenty out there for whoever oh, has oh, any interest at all. I guarantee so. you for the next 20 years, I'm you sure there's say, hey, you got a Wii? Yeah, you want it? No. No, I'm good. I was checking. I'm good. good. Considering the Wii U plays Wii games, eh, who cares? Uh, Hotline Miami is the free PS Plus game. We already talked about that. Um, The Nosgoth closed alpha is now taking applications, so if you want to play that. The what? The uh, Legacy of Kane. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Free-to-play game. That's not really Legacy of Kane. They're just using the character names. Right. So... Uh, the Wii U is getting a new deluxe bundle. Comes with uh, both Mario games, the new Super Mario Brothers U and new Super Mario or new Super Luigi U. So that's a pretty good bundle, I think. But it's only an eight gig machine, which makes me chuckle. Like lame. Why are you doing this? Why do you need it? Nobody downloads games. No, no. <laughs> if you download Deus Ex: Human Revolution on the Wii U, it takes up half of your thirty-two uh, gigger. Half. If you download the Wonderful 101 and, as well, you're out of space. Two games. Why do they even offer that shit on? Hey, guess what? The Wii U couldn't even download Call of Duty Ghosts. Think about that. Call of Duty Ghosts is 40 gigs. Put that in your what? pipe and smoke it. I mean, can you upgrade the hard drives for the Wii U? You can plug in an external. 
Yep. Which I will give them credit for. That was available day one. Neither of these new machines will have that at day one. Yeah. Which is crap. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> I, I have a feeling both the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 will not be finished products when they launch. No, no system's ever finished at launch. I understand that, but I'm saying, like, standard functionality shit, dude. Well, yeah, that's, that's the way it always is. They're fucking rushing these things. Um, that's what's making me scared. Because then, when you rush shit like that, you got hardware failure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, Jason's whole commentary for this whole well, episode. Well, no, that, that, that's that's a very legitimate argument. I don't think the hardware is rushed. I think it's the software. I think the hardware is the hardware is the hardware. There's nothing in those machines that is not that is not capable on a. PC that's a year and a half old. There's really not all the parts. Then we should just stick with PC games. <laughs> Except that PC would run you like fifteen hundred dollars. I've already got a thousand dollar machine sitting there. That's what I'm saying, at, though. At the at the same time, you know these these new consoles, the hardware within them have to be they're, they're configured in there a certain way. It's not like a, a PC box that you're buying it's i don't know have you seen the xbox one well okay maybe the xbox one <laughs> it looks like a mini hp tower <laughs> yeah but but i mean yeah i i i do think there is a a very legitimate fear of hardware failure i don't think we'll have hardware failure this time god i hope not especially with the uh, the measures that both companies have put in i think it's going to be all software issues at this point so, uh, I, I really do. I think both machines are built to withstand the hardware issues because, like I said, nothing in there is. There's no cell processor. There's no weird configuration on any of these machines. They're just straight up PC parts. So, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. I'm I'm more concerned about over the next two weeks. You're going to continue to hear this crap about functionality not being there. Because guess what? This stuff's not ready. Yeah. And it's it's the same way. The Wii U didn't have Netflix at launch. For God's sakes, TVs come with Netflix. You know? Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, what else is going on? Rockstar is planning two new content packs for GTA Five Online. Oh, uh, yeah. And stimulus package payouts have been delayed until next week. Uh, this week. Um, what's what was announced this week? Slender is coming to Steam. Right, the arrival. Yeah, it's I thought it was already. No, it's coming. not. It's not on Steam. Oh, it's coming to Steam with additional content. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Deep Silver announced that uh, they're publishing Utechnics' next NASCAR game, which is really weird to me. Deep Silver publishing a NASCAR game? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that is strange. Weird. That's weird, man. Uh, have you seen Titanfall? So weird. I have seen Titanfall. <laughs> You've already asked me that twice. It seems like every time somebody mentions Xbox One or Titanfall, that's always the first thing they say. Have you seen Titanfall? Yes, I've seen, seen Titanfall, Titanfall, and it looks like a fucking Call of Duty game with mechs. It's coming out March 11th, 2013. And it's getting a collector's edition that runs a whopping $250. God, if you buy that, I want to punch you. Half the price of an Xbox One. 
hundred dollars more, you got a PlayStation Four. One hundred fifty dollars. Okay, well, whatever. Your math is bad. Just shut up. You shut up, man. Uh, another game got delayed. Uh, Sims Four has now been pushed to the fall of twenty fourteen. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, oh no. The Wolf Among Us was announced for iOS and Vita. Nothing shocking there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mugen Soul Z and Hyperdimension Neptunia PP. <laughs> give that to Jay. Do not give that to me. <sighs> coming to North America in 2014. I have seen those games. But it's you called Hyperdimension Neptunia PP. I don't give a fuck. PP. I, uh, yeah, I know. PowerPoints or some bullshit like that. I don't know. I was just thinking urine. I know that. <laughs> I'm just saying. It wouldn't surprise me if it was about piss. Uh, I'm going to piss on you. Drip, drip, drip. Pee on you. Uh, Tecmo Koei is bringing Atelier, Esha, and Logi, Alchemists of the Dusk Sky. To what? Uh, good lord. To the U.S. on March 11th. On what, though? It doesn't say. I'm guessing PS3. Okay. Uh, I'll play those. I just won't. I, I, I can't do another Hyper Dimension of Tony a game, dude. Assassin's Creed Liberation HD coming to PS3 on January 14th, PC on January 15th, and Xbox 360 later. PlayStation so, for the win. It's just, over. It just says later. Why they didn't do this for PS4 is kind of shocking. Uh, Burial at Sea, which is the first expansion for Bioshock Infinite. Hey. Hey, only took seven months, yeah. but that expansion's coming on uh, November 12th. 20th. I've heard it's like three hours long. Well, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't bio-shock me either. Oh. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. I'm funny. Funny, funny. All right, I got a couple emails. Emails. First one comes from Sean. Sean. Of the Dead. John the Dead. So, we'll continue with the Halloween theme. He says, Sup guys, hope all is well. Has anyone seen this Call of Duty commercial with the kid in the dentist chair? Yes, I've seen it. I have not. Uh, There's one thing that I'm seeing that is just blatantly bad about this commercial. That being that it features a very young child, and then at the end of the commercial it says, Rated M for Mature. Seems like they're trying to market this directly at kids, compared to Battlefield 4 commercial featuring an adult yelling you things that make Battlefield 4 great. Surprised I haven't seen any articles about this yet, and seeing it's just so marketed directly for young kids, it doesn't affect me much since I don't have kids. Uh, but I know some of you all, so I'm curious. Some of you guys do, so I'm curious y'all's opinion on the matter. If you think kids are finding this as a selling point, I I don't have kids either, but it bothers me that this is marketed toward kids because I really don't like kids. I really and you really like, don't like Call of Duty. I really don't like Call of Duty. So you combine those two together, and it's like a shit storm of "I want to kill you." Okay. Um, I personally, I, it's Call of Duty not marketed to children because that's all you <laughs> play online. I that, that's all it play online. But you mean normally those things aren't marketed toward kids. Well, here's, the here's they know that kids play it. Obviously, here's my problem with it. Why'd you buy it? You didn't. Uh, your pa- yeah, if your, parents, yeah it. if your parents bought it, why? You know, they can market cigarettes to children, and if the parents buy the cigarettes, it's not the cigarette company's fault that the kid smokes. This is true. Yep. I, I just, you know, I mean, like I told you, when I was at Walmart and I saw that woman going to buy Grand Theft Auto 5 for her, what looked like 
eight or nine year old kid, I was like, look, don't buy that game for your kid. It's, well, it's, it's horrible. I uh, mean, yeah. <laughs> if parents aren't paying attention to what their kids are doing, then it's the parents' fault. Yes, it sucks that this is marketed. At ch- which I saw the commercial. I don't know how young that person in the dentist chair is. I haven't seen the commercial. Like so making a making an assessment that that child is under seventeen, which that's the mature rating dictate, right? Seventeen and up. Seventeen and up. If they're not seventeen, I I can't tell. You know, I I can't look at somebody and tell you how old they are. So I don't know if that's a kid or if that's an eighteen-year-old or what, which is still a kid. An eighteen-year-old is still a kid. I don't know what you're talking about. Not according to the mature rating. Well, that's true, but to me it is. (laughs) I'm just saying. So I don't think that they're. It's not like they're putting puppy dogs and you know, like ice cream cones (laughs) and you know. It's typical things you think of kids' stuff. Like, they don't put action figures out there and show them playing in the dirt with, like, a Tonka truck or something. Play some well, Call of Duty and show, like, right, G.I. Joe's They're not bag trying to each. market to six-year-olds. Uh, I'm just saying. They're well, trying to market to probably... I guarantee that 12 to 16-year-olds are the ones who play most of the Call of Duty games. Did you play any first-person shooters when you were 12 to 15 years old? Did I? Yeah. I have because well, I, I did. I played what Doom. Was a, man. What was the first? Well, I mean Doom, but the hell, I was fucking younger than that when I played Doom. Oh, oh. look, all right, I was a kid <laughs> at one time, but I hate kids now. <laughs> of course okay? you do. You know why you hate kids now? Because you're not a kid anymore. If I met myself in 1991, I'm sure I would have hated myself. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean. Th- even if it is a, a, a kid in the commercial who's under the age of seventeen, the the, the whole mature uh, product catering or advertising towards kids it really ha- isn't that new. I mean, th- think about it. Uh, back in the the eighties and in the early nineties, uh, there were action figures based on one of the most violent grotesque, violent movies I've ever seen, uh, and that was uh, the original RoboCop. Yeah. That that movie is horrifically violent and is filled with cursing, but, but because the lead character looked like something that would make a cool toy, yeah. they made toys of it, and you could buy it at Toys R Us, you know, back in the day when you could watch the movie that had, like, 50 F-bombs and a guy getting his arm literally exploded off of his shoulder. Well, I mean, but you saw what they did to Robo- RoboCop. Later movies were PG-13. Um, the, the third one was. The second, they, well, one, second one was still rated R and had a character that was portrayed as a kid, even though the actor might have been at least 18. But it was a, <laughs> it was a kid who cursed a lot in the movie. But, I mean, they, they do that a lot where it starts off as a mature content and then change it to a kiss thing. Hell, Ninja Turtles is the same way. You know, Ninja Turtles was a very violent comic book. People yeah. died and stuff like that. And, and yeah, they turn it into true. a kid stuff. But, so. yeah, yeah, well, I mean, my point is that it's really nothing new um, that, that Call of Duty, even if it was basically advertising to, to kids, it's like, you know, rated 
M for mature, but it's kind of like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We really know who's playing this game kind of thing going on. I have the ultimate question, though. Can you teabag if your balls haven't dropped? <laughs> you just got to get wow. really low. <laughs> I get low. I get low on your face with my nuts. Teabag. Yeah, yeah. I like the I like the see the the Call of Duty commercials to me have been brilliant, especially the one where the guy's sitting at the table with the other guy with a uh, cup a cup of tea and he's got a bag and he's dipping it. He's like, hey, hey, does this look familiar? <laughs> <sighs> it made me laugh. Did they seriously do that in the commercial? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ! I still think my favorite one though is the janitor that rolls out of the the closet. And then rolls across the floor with a mop shooting people. <laughs> I think that one's my favorite. I don't know. I think the Call of Duty commercials are clever and funny. I'm sure they are. I just think. So, like, I saw the Battlefield commercial. I'm like, wow, this is, like, depressing. Like, it's, it's all war. And it's depressing. War never changes. War. Love can bloom on the battlefield. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, next email comes from Sam in Seattle. It says, what's up guys, Sam in Seattle. For anyone who is into Forza, Turn 10's community, man- community content writer contacted my good friend's dad back home in Washington. He asked to do a photo shoot of his twin coffin rod for the article series Heavy Metal Affliction for Halloween. Just had to brag. Here's a picture of the email. Hopefully the car will be up on the Forza site soon. Which leads to my question, have any of you ever had something similar to this happen to you or someone you know? No. I know somebody who won something like that before. Yeah, no, I don't. I think the only emails we get from content developers are the ones yelling at us because we reviewed their game wrong. Yeah, yeah. review the game or wrong. The ones, or, you know, yeah. or the ones apologizing for not getting us the game yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Mike Futter, he won the Metal Gear Solid 2 thing. Yeah, he's in the game. He is in Metal Gear Solid well, 2. Well, his dog tags are. So I don't really think the model was modeled after him. They all look the same. They all look the same, but we just pretend it's Mike. Yeah, you know, that, I that's Mike I, over I there. break his neck. Yeah, I snapped his neck because he, he wouldn't stop talking to me like that. Snap your fingers. He knows what what was that noise? About. He knows Snapped what I'm talking it. about. What noise? What was that noise? Ninja! Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Ninja, Ninja finish. Where you go? Ninja rap. Anyway, Twitter. Twitter. Mookie's Groove. It's talking about the Pokemon. The word poke in my native language, Tagalog, means a woman's vagina. Nice. I heard Drew mention cool. about playing that game while drinking off at the same time. What? Okay. Yeah. We, talk, we did that last week. Drew it works, t- Yeah, though. Drew playing Pokemon while he's, you know, tugging the old sausage biscuit. <laughs> That's really creepy. <laughs> I know. That's what I said last week. All right, first off, we it was out of context. I'm aware that How it was How do you out take of, that in context? Yeah, I don't... Go back and listen to the last episode. Yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was an uncomfortable five minutes, but it's okay now. Uh, and then they go on to discuss the pronunciation of poke. Pokey, pokey, poke. Pokemon. Uh, it's Welshy eighty nine 
says, Hi, I heard you talk about launch games for the next gen. Would you, wouldn't you get a cheaper PS4, play multi-platform games at first, and see it as an investment, since you know there are major first-party studios with games in the works more than X-Bone? Um, no, I don't know that. Truthfully. Um, Microsoft's first-party studios and exclusives have announced more games than Sony has. Sony's just said, we have these studios working on games. Yeah. They haven't said what games they are or anything like that. So, no. Truthfully, right now, as far as exclusive games go, I still give it to Microsoft. Uh, that doesn't make it a better machine. That's just my personal opinion. I think Microsoft has the better exclusive lineup. Um, we've got a thanks from the Front Towards Gamer for plugging the marathon, which that's coming up in, what, two weeks? Two weeks. Drew's going to be on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash ZTGD. Playing games for a while. We'll try and do 24 hours. Me and Jay are going to come up with a uh, schedule for when I can take breaks and stuff. There you go. You know what? I tweeted this, and I completely forgot to talk about it, but I got Lego Marvel. I'm playing Lego Marvel. It's oh. it's Lego. With Marvel. With Marvel. Baby. baby. With Marvel. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's you know, not to go too deep into it, it's the Lego formula. If you, it's come to the point where if you enjoy the content matter that is has to do with the Lego game, like if you like Marvel Universe, you should probably play Lego Marvel. If is you, it? Does it have voice acting and stuff in it? Yeah, but it's not the people. Okay. It's not like Robert Downey Jr. doing Iron well, I would, Man. <laughs> I figured they probably get their animated series people. To I do don't know stuff. who does the animated series. So I couldn't tell I you. I don't either. So. That'd be that'd be awesome if Steve Robert Downey Jr. The one is, thing uh, Wolverine. The one thing that really irritates me about the Lego games anymore, especially the ones that have like the six thousand characters to choose from, is they put you in a level with two characters. Each one has a specific ability, and all they do is here's an arena full of guys, kill them, walk over to this switch, use Captain America to do it. Now take Mister Fantastic up and do the next switch. Now take Captain America to do the next switch. Now take Mister Fantastic, to do, and then you just rinse and repeat that. For every level. It's like walk up to this thing and press B. And it just it's like Dynasty Warriors. You just get tired of doing the same thing over and over and over and over uh, again. Uh, maybe you do. Well, I'm saying. In general. But obviously, just like Dynasty Warriors, people still buying this stuff. They keep making yeah. 6,000 of them a year. Yeah. I like, uh, I like slicing through about 10 million soldiers. That's... That sounds like a personal issue that you need to speak with a therapist about. Yes. All right. Uh, Drew's birthday. A lot of people tweeting Drew about his birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. It's belated now. That's no big deal. I still got cake. You still have cake? Yes, I do. It's always good to have cake. Mm -hmm. House Groove 76 says, Why are people saying the PS4 launch is weak? Will it not play third-party games? Was Watch Dogs and Drive Club that influential? Uh, we talked about this last kinda. week. Really? Did you just say kinda? Yeah, I said kinda. <laughs> so you going to do back, Ken? Says the guy that's buying Lego Marvel and Skylanders at launch. <sighs> I mean... What did what, I just say? What's, come back at me, bro. Okay. It's Watch such a perfect dogs. day to play Lego Marvel. Huh? Watch Dogs. What? 
Watch Dogs was was basically touted as, you know, here is next gen. You know, this this was going to be the game to usher in the new era, and I mean, it, it was the it was the first game shown practically of of the of the next gen technology. I mean, there, there was footage of Watch Dogs before uh, before they showed off the new kill zone. There was new footage before the, the new more, uh, killer instinct. And, uh, so it, it was kind of this assumption that this, since it was the first shown, it would be the first to be released to kind of usher in the new era. And, and it, it, it it's, it's kind of a, a little bit of a downer. Um, I mean, granted, I, I don't think it'd be a, enough of a downer to, you know, dissuade a, a whole lot of sales, but I do think it will affect sales. Well, I'll, uh, I'll give you a little counterpoint. Do you know what the first uh, next-gen game was for this generation that re- was announced? I remember this game. It was a game called Dark Sector. Yep. And Dark Sector didn't come out until about two or three years after the new systems that came out. That's and right. It was awful. And, and it was bad. It was I yeah. liked Dark Sector. <laughs> I didn't think it was great. I thought it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't OMG kind of levels, but... That online multiplayer Well, the was multiplayer horrible. was crap. Let's not... You know, that kind of set the standard this generation. Every game had to have multiplayer, and it had to have crap multiplayer. Because that's the only kind of multiplayer we have anymore. That's not Call of Duty or Battlefield yeah. or a fighting game or something. I heard that the 2D portable version was actually pretty good. Of what? Dark Sector. What did they, they make? They didn't that? make a two D portable version of Dark Sector. You're told this is, this is the game with the jetpack, right? No, this no, is the game that's with the Dark blade. Void. Okay, I'm getting two games mixed up. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. This is the guy with the blade that throws the blade out of his arm. Yeah, yeah. No, this this is not Dark Void. And but yes, Dark Void was terrible too. Yes, it was. <laughs> Yes, it was. Uh, he also says, by the way, I'm using you guys as my countdown for the PS4. After today's show, only two more shows until it launches. Woo-hoo. That's kind of nuts for me right now that he just said that. Yeah, I can't wait. Two more episodes of this show and the frickin' PS4 will be out. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Be there at midnight, rocking it. Blue Apple Blue says, who is in the Destiny of Spirits beta? Everybody who has Plus that's decided to download it, which... Destiny of Spirits? It's a Vita game, I think. It's a PS Plus exclusive beta. Never heard of it. Uh, I've heard of it, but no. I didn't download it. He says, what's your favorite spirit? What's your favorite mythology? I, I, I'm playing this. I don't know. Um... He also says, and this is where we're going to get into the conversation I tweeted about earlier today. Some game journalists are tweeting about being afraid and having to leave the industry. Did any of the big three threaten you? Being afraid? I think this all comes down to a conversation that was Adam Sessler may end up not working at Rev3 or something like that because with the PS4, you can't capture video. Like, I don't know any of this stuff. There have just been cryptic tweets from people all over the industry about something that 
has to do with these review events for these machines. And that's the extent of what I know. So I'm not going to pretend to know. I'm not going to pretend to have a clue of what they're talking about. Nor am I going to pretend to care. I was about to say, yeah. I, mean, who, who, I don't care. I mean, if somebody whatever loses, happened to the written word? Nobody writes shit anymore? If somebody loses their job over something, I feel bad for that person. I do. But at the same time, this does not affect me playing video games. This is not... I know I'm different than a lot of the people out there, but this gig is not my livelihood. Right. I do this for fun. Yeah. I do this because I love it. Um, So if any publisher had ever threatened me, I would laugh at them and be like, okay... Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Not send us your game? Oh, you will be missed. You know, then your game won't get coverage. Yeah, exactly. That's the way it goes. They're like, well, yeah, well, you won't get the game. Well, you know what? We're on Metacritic, and you guys really like Metacritic, don't you? Well, guess what? Yeah, You're not you know getting what? a score from us. If we really want to review it, we can still review it. Yeah, if we want yeah. to. It's, if one of us wants to go buy it, we can still review it. And we'll put down at the bottom, was not given to us by the fucking publisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just full disclosure, I was invited to a review event uh, just recently, and I turned it down because I hate review events. I think being put in a uh, controlled place to review a game is just wrong. I think reviewing a game is partially to give the consumer an idea of what their experience might be like, not my experience in a closed environment with optimal settings. Can you say what game? Do you want to say what game? I'm not going to. Okay. Can you tell me after the show? I can. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is that the PR did not get upset with me about it. So I'm not right. holding PR, you know, like I'm not holding them out to dry. They were just like, okay, cool. Understandable. We'll send you a copy of the game. You, you know something? Uh, this is this is kind of the sign of the times. I mean, um, when you when you talk about the the uh, enclosed review, um, when you talk about uh, when when other people talk about like YouTube not being being able to actually record video of certain games on YouTube for fear of like having your videos taken down by the publisher or whoever has the rights to the games these are signs that I feel that the video game industry has become so big that their their arrogance is pretty much and in, 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 they have incredible arrogance I, I would agree with the arrogance I think that the, the you start getting that fine line of this is a multi-billion dollar business now and yeah we're part of that business. I hate to say that. I don't want to be a part of this business, but the fact that I review a game and it is seen by a lot of people we're part of that business. And when a publisher and a developer creates a game and we may give the game a bad review. It's going to affect them. 
You know, I mean, it may not be the the you know full effect of oh no, we're going to lose everything because of my measly little review, but it can influence it. And they're trying to, I mean, it, it it's that fine line of you're part of the industry. I disagree on the arrogance part. What I, I don't know, man. What I've I tr- seen a lot of arrogance. What I truly think in a lot of cases this may be is the fact that this industry as a whole is still in its infancy. Um, and I think a lot of people don't know how to handle the business side of this industry. I think they're still learning. And maybe they're not learning as fast as they should be, but they are still learning. Like the whole YouTube debacle... That actually probably gives you more money than it takes away, and I think eventually publishers will figure that out. Because if some no-name schmo is making, you know, 50 bucks a day streaming, you know, Street Fighter, that's yeah. just going to make more people go out and buy the game. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's, ev- av- it's free advertising. And eventually these companies will figure that out. So... Just let it happen. But uh, one thing I can't stand on our end of that is these fucking guys who are into this a lot deeper than I am who cryptic tweet just to get this shit started. We don't need this stuff started. Keep it to yourself. If you can't say what it is, shut up. Yeah. If you're going to go out there and go like, I know something you don't know, but I'm not going to tell you. Till next week, yeah. so speculate about it. F you. Seriously. Shut up. It's like those Facebook messages or the Facebook wall posts. I'm having such a horrible day. And somebody below comments, what's wrong? Not here. I, can't I don't want to talk here. about it. Hey, I don't want to talk about it here. Yeah, no. Then why the fuck you post it here? Shut up. Everybody sees your social media post. You know you have 40,000 followers. Don't say something that is going to start controversy. If you want to complain to somebody, complain about somebody that you trust and that you can tell them. Yeah. Don't blow this up and make it worse than it is. And then you turn around and want to be the white knight and blame the publisher. Publisher didn't go on Twitter and say it. When the publisher's ready to tell you about it, they will tell you. Stop being a baby. <laughs> Seriously. Stop getting on Twitter and looking for attention. Let's uh let's direct our our comments to somebody who we like to direct these to. Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the babies know who they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go on Twitter and be like, "I know something you don't know, but I'm not going to tell you." <laughs> I want you to sit and speculate about it and make up false rumors so I can sit here on Twitter and be like, "Nope. Nope. Nope, that's wrong cuz I know." And you Shut don't up. know. But yeah. I do. Look at shut attention up. whores, dude. Just shut up. Look at That's all they are is attention whores. Moving on. Uh, he says, do you think more games will start up like Killzone Shadowfall? Which, if you don't know what that is, the developer has stated that the game gets from boot to gameplay in like two minutes. So they've removed all of the splash screens at the beginning like Sony Computer Entertainment of America presents a Gorilla Games. Thanks Twitch. Christ, man. So they've removed all that stuff to get straight into the game. It's still going to take you six hours to download it. But you once you get past... I mean, no, 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 no. Not until you're seven gigs in. Well, I don't know how long that takes. Oh, Maybe wow. there's better download speeds. 
Uh, let's hope it's improved. Better download speeds on PSN on day one. Good luck with that, Drew. Well, yeah, fuck. I'm just telling that, you. Exactly. If you're going digital on Killzone, you might play it Sunday. Might. Yeah, maybe. Forty gigs. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. As far as other people doing it, eh, I don't know. Star Wars did that back in the day with movies. You know, completely changing the way movies start. Not a lot of people copied it. It's just a choice. Um, why does it take minutes to reach the main menu? Because of what I just said. you got to put in everybody who... Did something. Did something in the game. It's like, hey, 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 publisher, developer, developer of the multiplayer, guy who you know, made my sandwich while I was coding this particular level. It's um, a great job. It is a great job. He's a sandwich artist. I love him. Uh, blah, blah, blah. says, was the success of ZTGD.com the reason behind choosing a career in web development? Absolutely. That's why I'm a security guard. I don't know how you define success. Because <laughs> right now I'm just a guy complaining into a microphone. I don't make no money. <laughs> um, it wasn't the reason behind choosing the career, but it did get me my job. <laughs> because my interviewer saw it on my resume and said, hey you know how to do this stuff? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you want a job? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I put that on my resume, and they're like, well, You're a loser. Does, it help, does it help guarding cars? Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, finally, his last tweet says, are you boycotting Sony or Microsoft if they don't send you a dev kit before lunch? Yes, yes. because I want my system before lunch. I don't want it before dinner. I don't want it after breakfast. I want it before lunch. Yeah, no, around brunch I'm, time. I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm not going to boycott either. And I, truthfully, at this point, I don't think we're getting machines, which is fine because I've paid for both. Yeah. I hope to get games because games are the more important thing to me. Um, I never assume companies are going to send us machines. And if they do, awesome. You know, that's truly awesome. But if they don't, I will have them, and I will review them, because that's what I do. Bitches. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Mighty Mookie says, I like Batman Arkham Origins, but not as much as I like the previous two games. We kind of went over that. And finally, McClellan. L-U-F-C says, Got my PS4 on pre-order. Can't decide whether to get Battlefield 4 or Killzone. Thoughts. Cheers. Uh, Nexus 530 UK. Those are two very different games. Yeah. Um, Battlefield 4 is going to be more of a open-ended kind of huge war are you speaking kind of from multiplayer or single player? I'm speaking from multiplayer. Okay, because the single player of Battlefield's about as linear as walking down a hallway. Okay, well, I mean, so is Killzone. I think Killzone's a little more open this time. Like, the yeah. environments are a little more open. Um, Battlefield has always been a... You see the dude in front of you with the big follow sign over his head? Yeah, go that way. Okay. I mean, that's always been Battlefield, but multiplayer is very different because Battlefield is awesome in multiplayer. Um, just the huge scale of battles. Yeah. 
uh, and Battlefield is intense. I like Battlefield's multiplayer better than Call of Duty. Always have. Um, but Killzone's Kill, Killzone's a lot like Call of Duty. A lot like Call of Duty, but it has that um, that really cool mode that constantly switches objectives, so you yeah. never get stuck doing the same thing over and over again. It keeps it fresh. I'll put it this way: Killzone, you don't have to really be good at a first-person shooter. You don't have to be good at shooting dudes to still have fun in Killzone. Because there's so many objective-based things that's going on that you can you can still get points, level up, and stuff like that. I will tell you, speaking specifically from a technical standpoint, I might get Killzone and wait to see how Battlefield performs on the PS4. I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just curious how it is going to perform. Why, why is people speculating it's going to perform bad? No, I'm just saying launch games are always hit and miss. Well. They're either up versions that are better, or they are genuinely coded better. Whereas I think that might be the case with these, especially for games like Battlefield that are built on a higher-end PC spec and toned down. Maybe they don't have to tone it down as far. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would wait, because Killzone's going to be good. It's, you know, you can kind of bank on the fact that that game is going to be good if you enjoy Killzone. Yeah. If you enjoy the type of Killzone shooter... You're going to enjoy Killzone Shadowfall. Um, I think Battlefield 4 is going to be good, um, but at the same time, I'm the guy that will tell you that if you're buying Battlefield 4 for the single player, I think you're crazy. Because I think the single players have always tried to be good, but they've never actually been very good. But if you're playing Battlefield for the multiplayer, totally think Battlefield 4 is going to be my favorite online FPS for this year. So. There you go. That's it. Uh, once again, shout out to the 8-Bit Salute. Drew will be there. Playing lots of games. Um, yes. If you want Please to pick, donate. If you want to pick the game he plays, you can donate some money. I'm yes, sure, you can. I'm sure he'll play it. Yeah. Um, if you let me know, I still have to download it, obviously. Yes. So that might be hard. <laughs> if you're streaming, they want to download a game. I will mention, though, uh, we have received um, a donation. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I want to continue to tell you guys that I have a ton of games to give away during that stream. I will send all the codes to Drew. I know right now he has a season pass for the walk or the Wolf Among Us. Yep. He has. Uh, he'll have codes for Real Boxing for the Vita. Um, I also have codes for Disgaea D2 for the PS3. Uh, and for. Um, Something else. Super Sanctum TD. Super Sanctum TD, we have that. Yep. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have. I will have more codes closer to the, the stream itself. So, if you want some free games and you want to make Drew play some crappy games, go donate some money and tell him what game you want him to play. I am going to play Outlast. I'm going to replay Outlast with picture in picture so you guys can all see me scream. What games do you have planned so far? Besides right now, list. right now I have plans Street Fighter Four, Super Street Fighter Four. Play that, and if anybody wants to challenge me online, they can. Uh, Outlast, um, probably Torchlight Two. If anybody wanted to play some co-op, I want to finish that game probably. Um, and then everything else is left up. I mean, it, simple games like Sonic Generations or something like that, I could play. Yeah, and do note that these are all going to be PC because Drew doesn't have a console capture device. I do not. So, okay. so we're we're going to be using doing all PC games. But if you if you if it's on Steam, mention it, and I'm pretty sure I may have it. Yeah, we have access to just about every Steam game. So if there's something you want us to play, 
I think somebody should donate money and make him play Volgar, see if he can get to level two. I'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, join in on that uh, twitch.tv slash DTGD. Uh, I believe it's next Saturday, not this coming November Saturday. November the 9th. November the 9th. Um, and I'm going to start be, around 8 a.m. There's going to be codes floating around, baby. Free games. So maybe Drew will do a tournament on Street Fighter. If you can beat him, he'll give you a season pass to the Wolf Among Us. Oh, snap. Now you're going to put me on the spot. I'm going to have to break out my fourth day. Put you on the spot. I'll be like, this is for the championship. Championship. So... We have that coming up. As always, uh, hit the YouTube channel for some fondling videos. There's a few up this week. I did one for Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, Drew did one for Dark Matter. He's also got one coming for... What's that game called? The uh, The Harvest. The Harvest. Which I didn't even talk about today, but whatever. I'm, I may try something new this week. I may record what I'm calling a silent fondling. <laughs> where I will just play through the entire Lords of Shadow 2 demo. So you can see it from beginning to end. Nice. So. Um, I will also be having a video of Naruto uh, Shippuden 3. Shippoopy. Shippoopy. Uh, then, of course, Twitter. Hit us all up. We got Drew at DML Fury. We got Ryan at R. Wombold. Jason at. That's right. Yeah. Jason at GambsCon. And then, of course, me and the site you can follow at ZTGD. We're on Facebook, Raptor, Google. Yep. Up to like 12 followers now on Google. That means there's 12 people who use that service. Who Blows likes my us? Mind. Uh, you know, uh, don't forget uh, Phoenix Down. Uh, check out that show. We released a new episode. We're going to finish up our Halloween series uh, this coming week. Um, and you can follow Phoenix Down on Twitter, ZTGD Phoenix Down. Yep, I got to put up the news burst. The news burst is ready. Uh, which, if you didn't watch last week's, we had the guy from Game Informer on. Yep. Mr. Futon. I think I've nailed everything. I think I've plugged everything I need to plug. Yep. And I have to pee like a racehorse. I drink a whole bottle of water. Well, you go pee then. I'm going to yes. go do that. So, Mr. Khan, if you could be so kind as to do yo thing and get us out of here. Alrighty then. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Games, not consoles. No bad boys allowed.
and then I, and then I killed the dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.